G'day. This is episode 20 of the podcast, episode number 20. So we're 20 episodes in. Uh, that's how far we've got. Can't believe it. Didn't think he would get this far. I know I said that before, but genuinely thought I'd give it a couple and then run out of stuff to talk about. And to be honest, maybe I have run out of stuff to talk about because the topics of conversation over the last couple of weeks have been particularly weird, haven't they? In fact, the last three episodes, actually, we've had ranking superheroes by the size of their penis. Uh, we've had uh, uh, one day a year where you can say, I love you to anybody who you like. And we've had the idea that all dead people should be industrially composted to help the environment. So that has been quite weird. I do accept that. Uh, but seeing as about episode 20, nice round number, I thought that like we might do something a little bit different or link back to an earlier episode, which isn't something that we often do here on this podcast. Mostly the episodes are non-sequential, that they don't link up with each other. It's not a chronological podcast, the, the episodes don't tie in. But today we're going to link back to the first episode. We're going to go right back to the beginning and we're going to explore some further work that I've done subsequently to the first episode the thing was with the podcast originally is that it was such a weird idea I didn't have any equipment for it didn't think about what I was going to do I just sat in front of my laptop with the with the microphone on and I recorded some time of me talking about something ridiculous and that's what the podcast has been since then but I very very much didn't know what I wanted it to be when it started off so uh, I don't feel like I really gave the first episode any justice but I'm not going to try I'm not going to revisit too many ideas I put across there uh, I'm just going to develop them a little bit more uh, there was another idea I was going to do for the 20th episode I, I was going to write a little story based on each episode so the story of the life of an Alphology 2 listener an Alphologist if you will where I explain how this person's life from birth to death is influenced by the teachings of the podcast, but to be honest, I'm not sure there are enough people who have listened to all the episodes to actually get what I'd be talking about. And two, it was too hard to do. So I didn't do that. So what I've done is I've gone back to the first episode. The first episode, if you're not aware, if you haven't listened, was about changing the order of the alphabet. So reordering the letters of the current alphabet into a new order that makes more sense. During that podcast, we explored which orders we should we should choose. Uh, these orders included obviously keeping it the same, first one, alphabetical order currently. Also, we had random order. So each year the alphabet gets randomized, and you sort of you can tell how old someone is by which alphabet they had. That would be quite quite cool. We had Scrabble order. And then very closely linked to that, we had uh, statistical frequency order. So how often those letters appear in the English language. So from the most common to least common. And that's the one we went with. That was the one we decided, or I decided, was the best order of the alphabet. And at the end of that podcast, what I said is, is that I would approach the government to get it changed. And that is exactly what I have done. And I'm going to explain to you my efforts since that first podcast, to get the alphabet changed. 
and potentially what my further efforts are going to be. So there's a nice little celebratory episode. We're at episode 20, nice round number. We're going to link back to episode one, and we're going to show a little bit of the work that I've done since episode one to actually implement the idea which I was talking about. Just whilst we're on the topic of having a couple of linked episodes, none of the episodes are linked to each other. So I would very much encourage you to go back and listen to them all. Uh, you might find an idea that you like in there. It's all pretty random. It's all pretty off the wall. I'm not sure every episode is going to be for everyone, put it that way. But there probably, by that same token, is an episode in there for everybody. So you might, you'll probably like at least one of them. And at least do go back and listen to the first episode. It's only eight minutes long and it will provide you with some context for this one. And I do think actually the idea is pretty good. Anyway, so my efforts to change the alphabet are as follows. So first of all, I started a petition. Now, I'm a resident of the UK. And in the UK, you can submit a petition to Parliament, or i.e. the government. And that petition gets uploaded to a website, and people can sign the petition. And if the petition gets enough signatures, I think it's 100,000 signatures, they will then debate that in Parliament with the uh, view to potentially signing your idea into law or enacting what your idea is. So I submitted a petition to try and get the alphabet changed to the government. I was thinking, well, if I submit a petition and I get it to the highest level, 100,000 people sign it, a bit optimistic, but who knows, then maybe we got a chance of getting it getting get a law passed about the order of the alphabet because I think it's such a good idea that we should we should change the law. But it didn't really go to plan, to be honest. So I'll read you my petition. Uh, so the title is Get the Government to Change the Order of the Alphabet to the Order of Frequency. You know, summed it up. Uh, the description I went with was the current alphabet is in the wrong order and is just made up, which it is. It does not teach kids how common the letters are. It should be changed to show the most common letters at the start. This order is as follows. E-T-A-O-I-N-S-H-R-D-L-C-U-M-W-F-G-Y-P-B-V-K-J-X-Q-N-Z. The government has the power to change the curriculum and should do so. So that was my, my petition. So it turns out when you're submitting a petition, you have to get it assigned by five people before it will even go live on the website. Uh, and obviously I did that with ease, you know, nice and easy. Loads of people interested in A, the podcast, and B, getting the alphabet changed. And it's uh, <laughs> funny that I've gone with A and B there, isn't it? Maybe I should go one and two or, or E and T, as it would be under the new alphabet, rather than A and B. Anyway, 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 uh, I got people to sign the petition, five people signed it. And once five people signed it, it goes into review by the petition people. And unfortunately, the petition was rejected, which to be honest, I don't really agree with. I, I, I wish you could file an appeal, but you can't. But the reason that they gave was that my petition was not about something that the UK government or parliament is responsible for. And I actually don't agree with that. I would say that parliament and the government are in charge of the curriculum for schools and therefore are able to influence how the alphabet is taught to kids. Change the order of the alphabet. But anyway, they rejected it. And there is actually a Twitter account which posts all the rejected petitions. I was hoping I'd get on there, but 
I didn't. That's that's the long and short of it. Uh, at the time, there were a lot of people losing their absolute shit over the BBC license fee and how pensioners now have to pay for the BBC subscription. They now have to pay their TV license. And there were fucking billions of petitions about it. And it overloaded the Twitter account and there were too many. And my, my, my petition didn't get on there. So I was a bit gutted about that. But, you know, we live and we learn. And I'm not one to give up so easily. I'm not going to just just submit a petition and, and fail and then think that's enough. I'm going to I'm gonna carry on. So I wrote a nice email to my local representative. I won't name who my local representative is because, uh, to be fair, he was a pretty good sport about this and he has been a pretty good sport about stuff in the past. So I won't embarrass him by, by naming him. But I wrote to my local representative, who is is my MP, uh, my member of parliament. Uh, and within that email, I also mentioned a couple of other things that I believe in, uh, in terms of how the alphabet should be taught. Uh, and and here's, here is the email, as, as follows. Uh, Good day, hope you're doing well and enjoying your time off from the day-to-day of parliament. They, they, they were off at the time I wrote that email, by the way. Uh, my name is Alfie Scott, and I am registered to vote at, and then I gave my address. I'm writing to you on a topic which some may believe to be trivial, but I maintain is of the, of the utmost importance. The current order of the alphabet is ingrained in the education system and has little or no relevance in our current society. Instead, it should be reordered and taught differently. As a way of teaching, it should be sorted into phonetic groups or phonics and taught that way, as that encourages greater linguistic creativity and will aid children's speech and writing skills. In a country which is going to increasingly rely on communication over the coming years, it is imperative that our young people are given the best chance to maximise these skills. If we must insist on having an alphabetical order, which apparently we do, a much more logical order should be implemented. I propose that it be reordered in order of statistical frequency. In other words, how often each letter occurs in the English language for reference the order would be as follows, and then I give the order which I mentioned earlier. This would be just as easy to learn as the current alphabetical order and would have some reasoning behind it, leading us towards a more logic and reason-based age. I hope you agree and are able to carry this idea forward should the opportunity arise in the future. Many thanks from Alfie. Uh, I had to wait a few days for a response, but I did get one. A fair play to him for, for considering that. You know, I, I get these MPs are busy. And they get a lot of a lot of emails, particularly about trivial stuff, you know, like Brexit and healthcare. They don't really have chance to reply to serious emails like this. So I do appreciate his response. He says, uh, "Dear Alfie, many thanks for your email. I appreciate you getting in touch and showing such initiative. Your suggestion is clearly a very interesting one. Reading and speech skills are so vitally important." That is why I'm so pleased that England has achieved its highest ever reading score in 2016, moving from 10th to 8th in the Progress in International Reading Literacy Study. So fair play, you know, he's, he's done his research. This follows a greater focus in the primary curriculum, which includes a particular focus on phonics. So you know what? Someone's already implemented my idea. So well done then. I'm like a, like a time-traveling me gone into the past to implement my idea. Uh, thanks to the hard work of teachers across the country, in 2018, there were 163,000 additional six-year-olds who were on track to be fluent readers compared to 2012 when the light touch phonics screening check was introduced. So if introducing phonics, I mean, albeit seven years ago, I should have checked that before I emailed him about it. But 
over the course of time, it has made a difference. So fair play. This will go a long way to helping every child fulfill their potential. This means that more children in our area are getting the skills they need to excel in life at a later date. Moreover, the government has produced guidance notes for teachers for using phonics, which you can find here, and he gives a link. Nonetheless, I would be very happy to highlight your specific suggestion regarding the alternative alphabet to the schools minister when the opportunity arises. I suspect he would balk at the cost of reshaping all those educational materials, though. Many thanks again for getting in contact. Best wishes. And he, and he signs his name. So fair play, honestly. I think, you know, done my job there. He might mention it to the uh, schools minister. He appreciates the idea. He's done his research. So I reckon maybe over the course of time that might sort of seep its way into Parliament and then maybe maybe we'll get it going. But unfortunately, it's going to be a slow process and I couldn't really wait for another 200 podcasts to go by. So I've had to bring this one to the front. I can't wait for it to infiltrate the minds of all the politicians. So we're just sort of holding on for that to happen at the moment. But rest assured, that might happen. He might be able to convince Parliament that that's the right idea. In the meantime, I was thinking about any other ideas that I could implement to, to get the alphabet changed. And I was thinking about writing to the Queen. But then um, she betrayed the people over Brexit, and she? So... You know, she suspended Parliament so they could force through a no-deal Brexit, which was rejected by the elected members of Parliament, which is pretty anti-democratic. So I'm going to wait till the revolution comes and she is removed from office and then we get a president and I will write to the president then. So the Queen is off the list. I'm not writing to the Queen. I was going to write to her because apparently she does respond. But, you know, I don't want to know what she thinks about it. I'm going to wait till the, re- the revolution's done. So that's pretty much all my efforts to get it changed to date. Uh, as I said, the, the best one is probably my my local representative. Hopefully he will be able to sort of win some people over and then get it going. And then hopefully there's a revolution where the Queen is removed from office and then I'm able to write to the President. Uh, fuck the petition guys for rejecting my petition. Uh, they're wrong and, and, and shit and, and they can fuck off. So that's pretty much the sum up of that. But just something which I should have mentioned during the first podcast, but I didn't. And I sort of regret it now because it, it, it was quite a good thing that happened at the time. So the my new version of the alphabet, I used to discover frequency, contains the following letters, E-T-A-O-I-N as the start. So it's the first six letters, E-T-A-O-I-N, which coincidentally is a name. It's an Irish name. I asked a woman how with that name how it was spelled. And she said it was something along the lines of Itain or Itain. Anyway, having identified that when I was doing the research for it, I had some very, very, very good fun. And I tweeted, I tweeted 20 people or there or thereabouts of that name, explaining to them that their, the first six letters of their name was in fact in the order of, in alphabetical order of statistical frequency. You'd think that they'd be really interested in that. They weren't. Not a single person responded to say that was interesting. I mean, if someone messaged me and said that my name was the six most common letters in the English language in order, I'd be like, fucking hell, that's interesting. Not a single one said it was interesting. Absolute cunt. I can't believe it. Absolutely can't believe it. 
but it is. If you are called Itine or Itain, it, it, it it's very unlikely that there's somebody of that name listening to this podcast, bearing in mind the, the total listenership and the uncommonness of the name. But if you are called that, then that is an interesting fact about your name. And as somebody on Twitter rightly pointed out, how many interesting facts about your name are there? Not very many. And that's a good one. So if you are one of those people, write that down and refer to it at a later date. So there we are. Pretty short podcast this week, actually. Uh, again, because it's an expansion on a previous podcast, you know, that there wasn't too much meat in the initial idea. It was just more in the follow-up. But that's fine. You know, we're happy for a short podcast from time to time. Don't wanna don't wanna bore you with 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 huge long long rants, even though I have been recording this for 19 minutes. I mean, it'd be a bit shorter after I edit all my mistakes out. But but yeah, we are we are there at 19 minutes. So yeah, it's a pretty long rant. Uh, so I'll wrap it up there. So thank you for listening up to this point, 20 episodes. I, I appreciate your support thus far. It's been entertaining enough for me, and hopefully for you too. Keep on, they'll keep on coming. So. Don't stop listening. You know, we'll hopefully we'll get to episode 30 in no time at all. Do follow on social media, all the social medias at Alphology 2 Podcast. Uh, you can check out the website, alphology2.com. The best thing you can do for the podcast, if you like it, is to tell somebody else about it. Uh, or if you're failing that, give a five star or a thumbs up and do do subscribe. That, that, that helps too. It's always quite nice to know when... I look at the stats sort of sort of throughout the week of the podcast that, you know, the numbers go up and the thumbs ups appear and the five stars disappear from time to time. That's always nice to, to know that there's somebody on the other end of it and I'm not just screaming into the void. So do keep those coming. Anyway, thank you very much. Here's to episode 20 and I will see you again. Thank you.